Hey, I'm Jen. Life's been pretty crazy lately, and it's safe to say we're all just trying to make sense of the world around us. I've got lots of opinions. Some might say too many, but that's not important. This is my story, and I'll write it as I see fit. I have to be honest. There's just too much going on in the world right now for me to keep quiet. This podcast is about finding your voice, standing up for what you believe in, and also talking about the things that make me happy. Join me each week as we approach some important conversations, seek to learn new things, and try to have some fun along the way. I guess what I'm trying to say is, y'all, I think we should talk. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I think we should talk about resumes, trying to find a job during quarantine, and staying positive. Like so many of you have most likely experienced, I've been faced with a major layoff in the past few months. In addition, I've also seen a massive hit to my industry as a whole. While there's still a lot of makeup artists working in various sectors across the U.S., many productions, studios, and commercial work has still been pretty slow in getting going, and finding the opportunities that are worthwhile can often feel like they're few and far between. I had the opportunity to work for a large company as their in-house lead hair and makeup artist for their Los Angeles studio. Getting the job was incredibly rewarding, and I honestly never thought that I'd have an opportunity like that. So because of all these changes, I'm now finding myself looking for jobs with more stability, in addition to trying to freelance on the side. It's really hard because as much as I want to be able to pursue my passion of makeup artistry full-time, I'm now faced with the challenge of being able to find stable work that's going to keep me afloat until better days. So the first thing that we're going to talk about today is something that has been a source of stress and anxiety and just rage for me over the last few years, and that would be my resume. And here's the thing. Resumes shouldn't be as complicated as what we've made resumes out to be. A resume is simply a summation of your accomplishments, right? your education, the jobs that you've had, any volunteer experience. It should be very simple. But somehow, we've made resumes into one of the most complicated things on the planet. You see it all the time. There's articles that are written about 27 ways to rewrite and tailor your resume to this specific field or this specific job. Here's five different fonts you should use, 10 different eye-catching text boxes that you should use. And I, for one, am a little sick of it. I know that's kind of harsh to say, seeing as now more than ever, we have to make ourselves more unique. We have to find ways to reinvent ourselves. We have to find ways to make ourselves stand out. But the thing is, I, along with a lot of people that I know, have been so stressed over the idea of having the perfect resume. And why? On average, there's something like 30 seconds that are spent on the average resume. And that's crazy to me because here we are as unemployed individuals trying to find a job and we might spend an hour, two hours, three hours, 
two or three days on and off working on this resume. And it's crazy to me, you guys. It's crazy because here's the thing. Now, more so than ever, a lot of resumes are getting put through these applicant tracking systems, right? And so these systems are trained to find keywords in your resume. They're trained to find this and they're trained to find that. So that's all good and fine. And that's great. But to me, that means why am I spending all this time on this resume that at the end of the day, you're either going to have the things that it wants you to have on it or you're not. And no matter what you do to that resume, you're either going to get it or you're not. And while I do think it's very important to customize the content that you have on there, that's what I'm learning right now myself is, you know, putting buzzwords, putting things that are, you know, eye-catching and, and numbers and being able to quantify your results and your experience. So there's a lot of validity to creating a resume, right? And I think that what's important for us to remember at the end of the day is that no matter how many times you might edit it or re-edit it, you're doing the best job that you can. And for myself personally, I felt like whatever I did, it wasn't good enough. And I had to train my brain to stop thinking that way because eventually it starts to affect my well-being. And I know this sounds crazy, but it really does. You know, I've gotten feedback from my resume that, you know, your resume is great, but like it's not pretty enough. It's not flashy enough. It's not this. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But also... I'm not a graphic designer, right? I'm not the most creative person when it comes to designing web content or online content. And what's amazing is that now you can go onto websites like Etsy, you can go onto Canva, things like that. And a lot of times you can purchase a website template, which is amazing. And that's great. Um, But I also think that, you know, there's something to be said for the person that just has a very standard resume, right? Something to be said for the person that says, you know what, I'm going to take time to really write the best darn resume that I can. And whether it's visually stunning or not, it's fine. It's going to be what it's going to be. So I think something else that we have to keep in mind when we're writing these resumes and sending out our resumes that there's no magic formula here. It's all luck blessings and a lot of prayer for myself personally. The main thing to keep in mind is that you're trying and that's all that matters. And ultimately what's going to come for you is going to come for you. The opportunities that are meant to come into your path will be there. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about was the general job application process. So I'll be the first to admit that it's really, really, really hard and it's not fun, but I'm trying my best anyway. And what I found to be working for me is applying to jobs maybe two to three times a week, whether that's on places like Indeed or Glassdoor. I typically go on there and I scout out the best jobs for me, the jobs that I feel like my skill set would fit in best with. And, you know, I make a list of those. I try to go in and I try to, you know, work on my resume, try to work on my cover letter and send that out as, as quickly as I can. So a lot of times 
the jobs that I send out resumes for, I I don't hear anything back from. Or if I do hear back lately, it's been a lot of no. And it's really funny to me when I apply to those jobs that utilize those applicant tracking systems and you're automatically like a no. Because like within an hour, two hours, it'll be like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. They'll send you an email. And it's, you know what, for a while it used to really make me upset. But I think that now I'm just like, whatever. You know what? I'm not a right fit. Fine. Whatever. And sometimes a lot of these jobs that I'm looking at, I kind of ask myself, I'm like, who would be a great fit for this? Because a lot of these jobs, they want you to have three different jobs worth of experience in one job. So for instance, there might be jobs that say they want you to have graphic design experience, they may want you to have photography experience, and they may want you to have, you know, marketing experience, right? And a lot of times you might be lucky if you get all of those. I know for myself personally, I got a degree in communications with an emphasis in advertising. And so as as a part of my degree, we had the opportunity to take um, Photoshop classes, but it wasn't a part of our major. It wasn't a requirement. And so, you know, I go on and I try to find jobs like that that are like, you know, marketing associate or just basically entry level marketing. And they expect a magician. And it's funny because I'm like, You know, some people are multi-talented and to those people, I say y'all are the real MVPs, okay? You guys are killing it. You've got this skill, you've got that skill, you've got another skill. That's amazing. But for us normal people, you know, it's kind of hard. And what's funny is that I do have more than one skill. I have makeup artistry skills. I have skills working in promotions and events a little bit through what I did with the radio station. I have skills now, you know, with customer service. I got to work in the retail space in beauty. So that was a fun opportunity. Um, I've also worked in like the healthcare industry a little bit and I answered phones. And so I have a lot of skills. But yet sometimes when you would apply to these jobs, they feel like you don't have enough skills. Like you have to be superhuman. And the reality is that no one is superhuman. No one can fulfill every single need. And and to the people that can, you're doing great. <laughs> you know, you are amazing and keep doing your thing. But for us regular people, I don't know. I don't think that it has to mean that there's no hope for us. You know, because my view is that if you teach someone something they can learn and they can adapt and they can give you amazing results. But if you never give someone the chance to do that, how will you ever know? You know what I'm saying? So I try not to get hung up on that. So now I'm going to share with you guys some things that I wish I would have known back when I first got out of college is that don't feel bad if you don't have a stellar list of connections that will help you get a job. Some people are going to be first generation college grads, which means that Oftentimes, their friends and their family are coming from small communities where maybe they have, you know, small businesses that they run and they don't necessarily have connections to these big top 100 companies, you know, and you can make it. You're going to be okay. If that's you, you're going to get something. Something's going to jump off for you. And I don't want you to feel like you're never going to get a job if you didn't go to college with so-and-so that graduated and now works at Apple right? You're going to get somewhere. And it just takes a lot of hard work. And it takes a lot of tenacity and bravery. But 
I don't want you guys to give up. I don't want anybody to give up. I'm telling myself that because I think sometimes I need to hear it too. So talk to your friends, talk to your family, ask them if they know anyone, try your best to reach out to people on LinkedIn, even if you don't know them. But don't get discouraged if your job doesn't come from that avenue. Every single opportunity that I've had post-college came from my own hard work and tenacity. So the next thing that I want to talk to you guys about is making sure that you get outside, take a walk, and do the things that make you happy. I know that for the past few weeks since I've been unemployed, I've spent every single day applying to jobs and also simultaneously feeling stressed about not getting any interviews when I'm applying to all these jobs. And it's okay. I'm currently on a mini job search hiatus for the next few days as I work on this current podcast. Um, I'm also doing a little bit of procrastinating, but I'm focusing my time on things that I'm passionate about. So I'm approaching this job hunt extremely differently than what I have done in past years. Number one, because half of America is unemployed right now, so I know I shouldn't be so hard on myself. And number two, I don't know where I'm headed. You know, on this journey, I really have no idea what's coming next for me. So I'm utilizing this time to figure that out. So I want to wrap up this episode talking about staying positive. I'll be the first to admit, I'm guilty of feeling extremely cynical towards the job process, job applications, etc. during this process. And I've felt many times that nothing good is going to come out of anything that I do or any efforts that I put towards trying to get a job. And I'm trying to change that. I really am because I don't want to be cynical. I don't want to be that person that holds a grudge against this imaginary being that has nothing to do with me or my life or my happiness, right? So every day I'm doing something that betters me my mental and physical health, and my overall well-being. So in the past few weeks, I've decided that I was going to go ahead and purchase a workout bike. Um, I felt like even though, you know, it was a relative expense, it was something that was important for me to be able to take care of myself. So as someone that was a pretty avid gym uh, member, I used to go maybe two to three times a week. You know, I relied heavily on that. And since we're in quarantine, it's really hard to get exercise, right? Even though, yes, we can go outside for a walk, but there's something about being able to do, you know, stationary exercise, be able to scroll on your phone, all of those fun things, right? So that's been a huge thing for me in terms of feeling like I can control some aspect of, of my life right now, even though everything else kind of feels a little stressful. So that's a big factor. And then also taking time for myself without my phone, without social media, or without talking on the phone. Because I don't know about you guys, but I have been extremely blessed by incredible friends, family, you know, acquaintances that have reached out that, you know, want to talk and, and it's been great. But I think sometimes it's okay to disconnect for a little while, especially when you're processing something that's really tough and you you don't really know how to feel about it. You don't know how to deal with that stress. I want you guys to know that you're entitled to have time to heal from this wound. If you are unemployed, 
you are going through a grieving process. It sounds crazy, right? It sounds weird to think of it in that way, but it's true. You're grieving not only the loss of your job, but the loss of your somewhat identity, right? Because we feel like, you know, our jobs are our lives. And like, you know, for me, I feel like I really, I loved my job and that was a big part of who I was. So it is hard. Um, And also, I want you guys to not feel bad about seeing other people working, whether that's on social media or whatnot. I've found that me having a separate Instagram from my professional Instagram makes difference. And while I want to root on and cheer on my my fellow friends that are in the industry, sometimes it's really hard. And I realized that in order to protect my own mental health, I had to kind of shut it down. There's days where I don't open up my makeup Instagram. And sometimes I feel guilty about that. I do. I feel guilty because maybe I'm not posting as much as I should, or maybe I'm, you know, not being creative with the time that I have. But it it is hard because I think when you've lost something, when you've lost the ability to have that outlet because, you know, life gets in the way, health issues get in the way, you know, it, it doesn't feel the same. And so I'm, I'm taking this time to really just focus on my own health. And I hope that you all understand that too, that, you know, it's okay. It's okay to process however you're processing and to take some time for yourself. So I hope that if any of you are in this same situation, you can take the words that I'm saying and, and really sit with it process it in your own way and um, find some comfort in it, you know, because I think that right now we got to do what we got to do to be happy, healthy, stable, well, you know what I'm saying? So I hope that this helps you guys. And I hope that wherever you are, that you're having a phenomenal day. And I hope to talk to you guys very, very soon. I'm looking forward to our next episode. Our next episode will most likely be something fun, something a little bit more uplifting because I think that that's part of this process too, right? So we're going to talk about things that are hard like this, but we're also going to talk about things that make me happy because I need that. This is my journey, my evolution. So I hope that you all enjoyed today's content and um, I hope to talk to you soon. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the I Think We Should Talk podcast. If you like what you heard today, please make sure to subscribe, favorite it, and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is I Think We Should Talk podcast. Or send me an email at I Think We Should Talk podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. I hope y'all are having an amazing day wherever you are, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.